Welcome to the Marriage Steps program where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve because it's so rare. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. Coming to you live from Facebook, Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you want more marriage resources, be sure to go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And when you're there, be sure to check out my free marriage survival guide to help you get through the coronavirus. The first marriage fact of the night. Married elderly people are more likely to maintain healthy habits such as exercising, not smoking, eating breakfast, and having regular medical checkups. And that makes sense if you think about it, because normally if you think about an older couple, even a middle-aged couple, usually one spouse is a little more conscientious and they're pushing the healthy behaviors more than the other one. I tend to be that person in my marriage. I'm the one that brings my wife vitamins every night. I'm the one reminding her for her, uh, her physical every year. So I tend to be that one. And so I'm sure some of you listening, one of you is probably a little more conscientious or a little more health conscious. So it makes sense that older couples are healthier because they have someone reminding them of healthy habits. Next marriage fact of the night, when you've made a mistake, admit it and humbly seek forgiveness. What do you do in your marriage when you make a mistake? Do you get defensive? Do you act like you did nothing wrong? Do you blame the dog? Do you blame the weather? Do you blame your spouse? Or do you admit what you've done and humbly ask forgiveness? That's the path you want to take. If you, if you want to have a good marriage, you have to become comfortable with admitting that you were wrong. It doesn't matter if you're wrong. It's actually attractive. When we admit our flaws, we admit our mistakes, when we take ownership for what we've done and say sorry, that makes our spouse admire us and vice versa. If we can't say we're sorry and if we act like we're never wrong, that's distasteful. And that makes our spouse not attracted to us. So that's a good thing to always remember. Every week, think about what have you done that's wrong? What can you admit that you've done wrong? What can you say sorry for? What can you ask for forgiveness for? Because that's gonna make you a more attractive spouse. First marriage joke of the night. A woman says to her fiance, when we're married, we'll have three kids, a brown-haired girl and two blonde boys. The fiance says, how can you tell with such precision? The woman says, because I told my parents I'll finally pick up the kids from them once we're married. <laughs> Can you imagine getting married and then after the wedding you find out your spouse has three kids that are gonna be living with you? That'd be really tough. Okay, next marriage joke of the night. Why do men so often die before their wives do? Because they want to. <laughs> that's, a, that's a terrible one. Okay, so the marriage message of the night. Tonight I'm gonna to go through six ways to emotionally woo your partner. The message tonight is designed for high libido partners because your job in the marriage is to emotionally woo your partner because most low libido partners desire emotional wooing. And so this message is for all of you listening who are high libido partners. So there's a couple of reasons to woo your partner emotionally before we jump in. One is because that's the main way they experience love. Low libido partners tend to experience love primarily through emotional connection. 
So high libido partners, you need to become a master at wooing your low libido partner because that's the main way they experience love. So that's your main way that you can serve them and fill up their tank is by wooing them emotionally. Later in the week, we'll talk to low libido partners and how you can sexually woo your high libido partner. But today, it's all about how the high libido partner can and should woo their low libido partner emotionally. So the first step to consider here is you want to build friendship as the base. If you think about the wedding cake model I've talked about elsewhere, the first tier on the wedding cake model is friendship. Friendship is the base of a good marriage. How much are you friends with your partner? How much do you nurture friendship with your partner? And think about what good friends do. They spend time together. They have fun together. They share in activities together. They talk a lot. They're very careful when there's a conflict because they don't want to damage the friendship. How much do you behave that way in your marriage? So high libido partners, I'm talking to you. The first thing you want to be thinking about is how can you nurture the friendship in your relationship? The other reason I'm talking about this tonight is because low libido partners can't open the door on average sexually until they feel emotionally close and connected. One way to think about it is that low libido partners need to feel emotionally bare before they can become physically bare. So therefore, high libido partners, you need to be wooing them emotionally, not only because that's going to fill their their love tank the most and make them feel most loved by you, but it's also the path to them opening the door to their sexual side. So the first thing to do is you need to be nurturing the friendship as the basis of your relationship. Second way to woo your partner emotionally is through affirmations. How much do you compliment your spouse? How much do you think about all the things you appreciate about them, all the things they do, all their traits that you admire, and then intentionally share those things with them? You can tell them through a text. You can tell them through a note. You can come and whisper in their ear. All sorts of ways you can share what you love about them. That's one way to woo them emotionally. Because most low libido partners, they want to be wooed emotionally in one way is they want to hear compliments. My wife is like this. She's the low libido partner. I'm the high libido partner. And she wants me to woo her emotionally. So I'm daily having to remind myself and think about these things because it's what fills up her tank. And she loves to feel adored. So she loves it when I give her compliments. But they have to be sincere. And she loves it when I give her compliments about how she makes me feel things that I love about her that make me feel good. She loves those type of compliments. What about you? What kind of compliments does your partner like? Not all compliments are created equal. So you need to ask your partner about this so you know how to compliment them. A third thing to woo your partner emotionally is affection. Most low libido partners want affection. They want touch. They want closeness, and they don't want you touching their body parts. They don't want to be groped, but they want your closeness physically. So how much are you providing affection? And likewise, affection is not created equal. You have to find out how your partner likes to be touched. I've had to learn this with my spouse, and I've mentioned this elsewhere. My my wife loves light little tickles down her arm, light little tickles on her shoulder. I hate light tickles. And I was raised in a home where my mom would give me affection really firm and she'd rub my arm and you know, pat my arm and squeeze me tight. And that's my tendency to touch 
is to be kind of rough and firm. That's how I tend to touch. And most men tend to touch a little more rougher. Women tend to touch a little more delicately. So for years, my wife would say, you never give me affection. And I'll say, what do you mean? I'm squeezing you and I'm grabbing you tight and I'm holding you hard. And she goes, I hate that. I want you to give me light tickles. So it's a learning curve. So don't assume the way you want to give your wife or your husband, whoever's a lower, lower libido partner, don't assume that they like the type of touch that you like. You have to ask them, how do you like to be touched? Where do you want to be touched? What kind of touch? My wife loves it if I hold her from behind. She loves it if I stroke her hair. She loves it if I cuddle with her in bed. Those are some of the main ones. So what about your low libido partner? What kind of touch and affection can you give them to woo them emotionally? The fourth thing you can do to start wooing your partner emotionally is acts of kindness. How much do you think about each day? Little things you can do to make your partner's life better. Little things such as make the bed so they don't have to, walk the dog so they don't have to, bring them their coffee the way they like it, Make them some eggs in the morning while you're making yourself breakfast. What are all the countless things you can do daily that would send the message, I'm thinking of you. You're on my mind. I'm thinking of what's best for you right now. I'm thinking of how to make your life easier. I wanna court you. I wanna make you feel special. That's where acts of kindness comes from. And and you have a lot of opportunity to provide it right now being quarantined because you're with your partner all the time, most likely if you're working from home. So to be thinking about how can you provide acts of kindness to woo them emotionally. The fifth thing you wanna do to woo your partner emotionally is give them a lot of attention. How much attention do you give your partner? And when I mean attention, I mean when they come in the room, you're excited to see them. You go up to them, you greet them, you ask them questions about their day and you show them that you care, you're interested, and you're, you're excited to spend time with them. You prioritize time with them. That's how you give someone attention. How much do you give your partner attention and the type of attention they want? Because attention is not created equal. So ask your spouse, what would it look like for me to give you attention? What kind of attention do you crave from me? because that's the type you wanna be providing. But that woos them because the message you send to them is they're important and they matter to you. So you wanna be flooding them with attention. That's a great way to be wooing them emotionally. The sixth way to woo your partner emotionally is through empathic listening. And I've talked about this a lot in other episodes and other programs, but it's worth mentioning again. One of the best ways to woo your partner emotionally is through empathic listening. So that means when they're venting to you about something that's stressful for them, something they're, they're frustrated about, something they're worried about, how do you respond? Do you pay attention? Do you try to fix? Or do you respond with support and empathy? That's the goal. You want to respond with support and empathy, which sounds something like this. My day was so stressful, I had that test to take, and then I didn't prepare like I thought I did, and I think I failed. That sucks. All that, you know, you you think you failed? That, ah, that must feel terrible. Something like that, okay? I didn't respond by giving advice. I didn't dismiss. I didn't ignore, but I tried to provide empathy. So empathy statements can be as short as, that sucks, or no wonder you feel like that, or it makes sense that you feel this because of that. 
empathy is the best way to respond. When you respond with empathy, it's wooing your partner emotionally. Because when you're, they're on the other end of that receiving your empathy, they feel like you care. They feel like you're present. They feel like they're not alone with the distress they're going through. So empathic listening is key to woo your partner. So those are six things to consider. So build the friendship base. Two, provide affirmations. Three, provide affection. Four, provide acts of kindness. Five, provide attention. And six, provide empathetic listening. And all of those are to provide wooing emotionally for your partner. So I'll open it up to live Q&A. You're welcome to type into the comment section if you have any questions for me on emotional wooing or anything related to that. I'd be happy to respond back. And as always, feel free to email me if you have questions. You can message me on Facebook as well, and I'd be happy to respond. Thank you for listening to the Mayor Steps program. If you enjoyed the program tonight, be sure to leave a review and share it with your family and friends. The Mayor Steps program is listener supported. So to help keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. And remember, your marriage is alive. So how much are you caring for it, which will help it grow? Or how much are you neglecting it, which will kill it? The choice is up to you. Take care.